0: hello and welcome back to the fantasy playmakers what's up guys in today's video i'm going to be going through my last set of positional rankings for week three so i'm going to be going through my top 20 tight ends going into week three of the nfl season and i think everyone knows the tight end position is pretty thin so it's going to be looking pretty rough you know basically from like. 20 to like 13 or 12. So just be prepared. But while you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. That could be any fantasy football related questions. I will make sure to respond back to you. Let's just get right into the rankings. Starting off at number 20, I have Tyler Conklin. You know, he's had a decent amount of usage on this Vikings team. He's the tight end one. now that Irv Smith is injured, So, you know, not someone I'm super excited about, but I mean, if you're in a very deep league, a potential guy you could plug in at tight end. Then at 19, I have Dawson Knox. He's had back-to-back games of acceptable production, you know, like a four for 41 day and then a two for 17 with a touchdown. So, you know, I'm not loving the overall volume and opportunities, but if you had him in your lineup the past two weeks, you probably weren't greatly disappointed, which is good enough to get you a spot on the top 20 tight ends. Then at 18, I have Cole Komet. He had a solid week one in terms of volume, then kind of took a step back in week two. Hopefully with Justin Fields, you know, taking over at quarterback, it'll light a little bit of a spark in this offense, give the overall team some more touchdown upside. So I'm gonna put a little bit of stock into the young tight end. Then at number 17, I have Hunter Henry. Overall, I kind of feel like we know what this Patriots offense is gonna be. They're gonna use those running backs. Damian Harris on the ground, James White in the air. And then they're just not gonna throw the ball a ton. And when they do, it's going to be to a ton of different weapons. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. You've got Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. I mentioned James White in the receiving game. So there's just a lot of mouths to feed, not a ton of yardage and touchdown opportunity, which kind of just limits Hunter Henry's ceiling. But we do know he is a very talented tight end. Then at number 16, it's Jack Doyle. He saw a ton of volume week two. Hopefully Carson Wentz is good to go. And if he is, you know, it looks like they have a little bit of chemistry, which is enough to get him here as like a mid-tier tight end two option. Then at 15, I have Johnnie Smith. It's really just the same concerns I have with Hunter Henry that are there for Johnnie Smith. Smith is slightly more involved, but it's still just not what you wanna be seeing for your starting tight end. Then to number 14, we have Austin Hooper. And this Cleveland Browns offense is fairly interesting because they've had a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position. Odell hasn't been able to go the first two weeks. Now Jarvis Landry is on the IR. They really just started to rely on their tight ends. Unfortunately, for fantasy football purposes, they can't just use one and target them a bunch. They need to use Hooper. They need to use Njoku. They need to use Harrison Bryant. So all these guys are getting targets, but Austin Hooper is that top guy. So he's the one who's gonna make the top 20. Then at 13, I feel like this is kind of where we're getting into the range of players who would be acceptable starts in your lineup. And at 13, it's going to be Jared Cook. You know, I really liked what I've seen from him in his first two games with the Chargers. He's gotten a decent amount of volume. It really seems like he set himself up as the clear tight end one on this roster. And there's a solid matchup here against the Chiefs where there's probably gonna be a lot of scoring, a lot of overall passing volume, which means lots of opportunities for Jared Cook. Then at number 12, I have Dallas Goddard. Overall, I've been a little bit disappointed in his overall usage. You know, instead of him and Ertz, Kind of coming together and both performing, you know, becoming these top targets. It seems like they're more kind of taking away from each other's opportunities, which obviously is not ideal for fantasy football. So Goddard's a guy we kind of have to keep our eye on, but the Eagles wide receiver room is still so thin that Goddard probably remains, you know, number two, number three, number four target. But, you know, if he's in that range, that gives him a decent amount of fantasy football upside. Then at number 11, I feel like this is where I'm very confident. Like if I had these guys on my team in 10 or 12 team leagues, you know, I would put them in my lineup and not really be sweating it. And number 11, it's Robert Tanyan. After a miserable week one, I feel like we could kind of just throw that away with how bad the Packers played. He comes back week two, he's very involved, catches a touchdown. You know, they run two different screen plays for him. So overall, I think we're confident that this Packers offense wants to get him involved. They want to use him. And obviously that's great news you want tight ends who are attached to high scoring offenses because they're gonna get those touchdown opportunities. Then we're here at the top 10 and I have Tyler Higbee here coming in at number 10. He's someone that I was really trying to trade for after week one because he was on the field the entire game. He was running basically every single route at the tight end position. And that did carry over into week two. The issue is he just really wasn't targeted. So I think this is still kind of a buy low opportunity for Tyler Higbee. He has a little bit of a tough matchup this week going against the Buccaneers. Those linebackers are not really players you want to mess with, but still, you know, in the long run, I think he's going to be a safe option at the tight end position. At number nine, I have Logan Thomas, and he's really emerged as someone on this Washington football team who honestly could be the number two target behind Terry McLaurin. And so if you can find a tight end, it's like the number two target on a decently solid offense. I mean, you want to definitely capitalize that. And have those guys in your lineup. Moving on to number eight, I have Kyle Pitts, and his overall usage has been really solid. You know, I think once this Falcons offense starts to click, you know, assuming they do eventually, that's when you're gonna see Pitts start to rise up these rankings. But right now, you know, he's probably the number two target, but with the limited scoring opportunities, it just puts him, you know, a few steps behind some of these tight ends I have ranked ahead of him. And one of those guys is Noah Fant. I do believe he's the number two target. On this broncos offense you know surprisingly the broncos have proven to be the more effective offense so far in the season and especially week three when they're going up against the jets so i would really like to have noah Fant in my lineup then at number six we've got rob gronkowski really probably the biggest breakout at the tight end position you know it sounds crazy to say to a player who is arguably the best tight end of all time but i mean he was being picked as like a mid-tier tight end too and now all of a sudden is in like the top tier conversation The dude has been on an absolute tear. He has two receiving touchdowns in his last three games, first two weeks of this season, and then going back to the Super Bowl. A little bit of a tough matchup this week against the Rams, but I still think he's going to go out and produce. He's really taken over as the full-time tight end one there. He's no longer splitting snaps with O.J. Howard and Cam Brate. Plus, Antonio Brown may be out, which I think just kind of maximizes Rob Gronkowski's opportunity to have a pretty solid target share. After Gronk, I have Mark Andrews and he really hasn't had like a huge, huge game like some of these other tight ends around him, but the volume is there. He's been targeted a lot and there's just not a lot of targets in this Ravens offense. It's really just looking like Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, and then potentially Sammy Watkins in terms of pass catchers. And so I really like where that kind of leaves Andrews in terms of his fantasy football opportunity. At number four, I have George Kittle and I did actually have to bump George Kittle out of that top tier group, you know, all offseason it was Kelsey Waller, Kittle. And then there was that second tier. I don't think I can confidently put Kittle in that top three anymore. He's just not had the involvement we've really been looking for in this 49ers offense. You know, going into the season, we thought it was going to be Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, all kind of battling. And then it just turned into Ayuk basically being benched, Debo getting every single touch, and then George Kittle just not being super involved. I do think it's going to turn around, but I do think it's a little bit concerning that they're able to run and game plan their offense, you know, without George Kittle being involved, and it's leading to wins. So that's something we have to look out for. And the guy replacing him here at number three is going to be TJ Hawkinson, absolutely lighting it up at the start of the season, really emerging as the clear, clear number one target on that Lions team. And so far, it's proved to be a much more valuable role than I think a lot of people initially anticipated. He's gotten into the end zone in their first two games. And you know, unless teams totally focus on him and try to take him away, he should continue to put together some really solid fantasy numbers. And then we're going to the top two, you know, pretty much locked in. Darren Waller at number two, Travis Kelsey at number one. Both of these guys are just gonna be feasting throughout the entire season. So love these guys here at the top two. All right, so those are my top 20 tight end rankings for week three of the NFL season. If you guys enjoyed the content, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. And if you wanna see more content like this, go check out my running back, wide receiver, and quarterback week three rankings. Those are all up on my channel, so give those a look. But that's all I have for you guys right now. Thank you for stopping by